So before I start this episode, I just want to um, thank the two or three people that gave me feedback for giving me feedback. And, um, you know, because it's, it's greatly appreciated. I'm trying out a new format for the show. And, you know, you guys are a big part of that because obviously I like listening to myself, but it's really for everyone else. So let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like so I can tweak it or ignore you. Either one. We'll see what happens. So. Um, also, this is, this uh, podcast is sort of kind of not really because I'm not getting paid, but sponsored by um, Hidden Desires. They are based out of New York and they sell sex toys and other adult products. Um, you can find them at Instagram on Instagram at hidden underscore desires. But instead of the S at the end of desires, it's a Z. So it's desires. So, yeah. And we're gonna start the fucking show. Yeah. This is my presentation of my cluttered mind, 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 mind. This is my presentation of my cluttered mind, 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 mind. This is my presentation of my cluttered mind. I feel like I don't even have to tell you what the show's name is, but welcome to Cluttered Minds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark. Um, Mark D photos on Instagram. Um, I shoot pics and shit on Twitter. Uh, Marquise, if we're family, Covington, if we're in the military together, Cuff Daddy, if I'm doing karaoke, Don Cove, if I'm doing music. Did I miss something? I don't know. Anyways, with me, I have. Uh, my name is Hero. I'm a local rapper from Boston. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy mm-hmm. to be here. Thanks, man. Yeah. And uh, obviously, if you can hear in his voice, he's a white rapper. And yes, that's what we're going to talk about today. White rap. I mean, clap it up for him. God damn. Okay, so I forgot that that's what that drop was. It's fine, though. It's okay. Like, I'm, Did you plan something else? I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just out here trying to do something in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So. First of all, how you doing, bro? You good? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm having a great time. I'm glad. I'm glad, man. How you doing? I'm okay. You bought me a McGriddle, so I did. that's that's pretty cool. I, I feel, bought. I, feel like I got you beers. Yeah, probably not. But you got me a McGriddle, and I brought beers, and uh, you don't drink, so yeah. like that's. So we're both assholes. It's okay. Also fine. <laughs> we we both like just tried to anticipate needs and did it wrong, mm-hmm. and it's fine though. But I appreciate the McGriddle. Yeah. That's very nice. What? First of all, what kind of McGriddle was it? The bacon. Bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Okay. I respect that. It was two for four. Okay. Cheaped out. So, like, when you do the two for four, you don't get one of each? Well, I feel like it that has to be... be bacon. You have to get two bacon. You can't get ham. You can't get what? sausage. You have to get two bacon. Oh, so, see? McDonald's, man. Bitches. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Anyway, so, um, so we're going to, of course, start with um, shit in the socials. And obviously, the big topic for right now is Takashi Six Nine. You know what I'm saying? He spilled all the beans. Which, all right, you know what I'm saying? Do you? <laughs> but yeah, he spilled all the beans. And uh, what do you think? What's your What's your initial reaction to this? I feel like he's gonna snitch on me next. I don't oh, even God. know. What did you do? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> um, I just think. He talks a big talk, but when it came down to 
to himself, he definitely chose himself. You know, the interesting thing about it to me is just the fact that this is the first example of somebody faking the funk and then getting caught on their shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like um, when when he was just doing the um, when he was doing the talking shit, challenging people, ain't nobody going to check me, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm the king of New York shit. And nobody was going to handle him. It was all good. And like for for a split second, he started to have some people convinced. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people still thought, yeah, nah, he's trolling. Ain't no way he's really about that life. But then some people were like, not me, not. If he say he, you know, if he say that's what he's about, he's that's what he's about. And then when it came to, all right, so if that's what you're about, you're under arrest because that's what you're doing. Now it's like, oh, nah, that's not what I'm about, bro. And like, I think that's hilarious and i also think it's a big thing for hip-hop because you know this hasn't happened before yeah yeah from what i can remember but i'm only 24 so i don't fucking know shit but from what i can tell like this is like a big thing because it's like nah like you were talking all the shit in your songs and you're not about that life but also like i almost like can't even blame him because he's not really about that life yeah and and the the industry has created a culture of faking the funk because that's what people want to see. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't. I mean, I ain't mad. Do what you got to do. But people want to hear you rap about expensive things. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, like I don't mean to bring up other names, but I mean, Little Tekka. He was rapping about stuff that he thought people wanted to hear. And I mm-hmm. mean, this guy got a million followers in two months yeah. because of ransom. <laughs> and you know? that's the thing about it. Like all of these things are about. Like, okay, there are, of course, people still out here who are rapping because they love it or rapping because they have things to get off their chest. Um, But then there are also people who are rapping for the bag. And I'm not mad about people rapping for the bag. I'm not even mad at him for when it came down to him him just being real. Like, I'm not about this fucking life. I'm not mad at it. Like, all right, yeah, do you, bro? Like, I would, like... It's it's interesting because when you think about snitching as a as a topic, a lot of people confuse snitching with cooperating with the police. And it's not the same thing. See, because within the culture, snitching really is if we're all in something and we all get penalized for it or whatever. And you you just so happen to not be fast as fast as everyone else. You're not bringing everybody down with you. Yeah. Now, so this is this is a prime example of snitching because he got caught up and then brought everybody else down to, you know, to not get the penalties for it. But, um, yeah, they need to keep that man hidden away because that's just not going to be good when he get when he when he frees up. Yeah. Like if they weren't going to touch him before then, they're going to touch him afterwards for sure. Yeah. But um, it sucks. But it is what it is. I mean, like, there's, there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, you, you made the bed, and now you have to, as they say, lay in it. You know? Yeah. But anyways. But I digress. Um, I hope everything works out for the guy. I mean, I don't, I don't hate him. I don't know him. I don't give a <laughs> shit about him. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, at the same time, you don't want to continue to perpetuate the 
the culture of violence within hip hop, but at the same time, you're fucking with other people's lives. You know what I'm saying? You're getting other people locked up yeah. just because. But at the same time, and this is a bigger question, why did everybody surround this kid that they knew wasn't really with the shits? I think because he was getting that money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? You know what I'm saying? And like, that's on them. So <laughs> that part is on them. Like, they can't even be mad at that. Yeah. Like, they invested all of this kind of like, ah, they invested the discretion into him who they should have kind of known was going forward if it came down to it. They kept feeding this fire. Yeah. You know, and it, it was it was eventually going to blow up and it did. Yeah. Absolutely. Huh. Yeah. Fuck them. All right, so let's get into the nitty gritty. Um, Next subject. Next subject. Shout out to Thomas for making that. (laughs) Good guy. He disappeared off the face of the earth. I don't know what the fuck, where where he is, what he's doing. He has like that type of social capacity as well, though. So he like disappears. At least we have him in spirit. We have him in spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Thomas. All right, so. White rapper, mm-hmm. hero. First of all, white hero. Um, it all came down to two things. Uh, my love of comic books and the song Hero by Nas. If you've ever heard that one. Yeah, I've heard it. That's a very um, good song. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just, plus, I mean, also, I saw how hip hop was going. And, and I chose this name many years ago. Mm-hmm. I've been making music for a while. But I guess in, I kind of, not to sound cocky, but I guess I kind of wanted to save the game. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if that makes okay. any sense. No, no, I hear you. But, um, yeah, most of it comes from comic books. And then um, just, I really love that song by Nas. Okay. So Nas inspired. Definitely, definitely. Was Nas your favorite rapper? Like... No, no. It's um, it's Guru. Okay. From Gangstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just dropped a song. So Guru is your favorite rapper. Guru's... Hands down. You know him in top and 50 list? He's, he's 49 and I'm 50. Really? Guaranteed, yeah. <laughs> he's 49 of them and I'm 50. Okay. All right. So, Nas, he liked the hero song. Okay. So, I'm a... Oh, I didn't preface this by saying um, I'm I'm a kind of aggressive person. or Well, I'm a straight shooter to an extent. Mm. So... There are going to be thoughts that come in my head, and I'm just going to say them out loud to you, okay? But don't think I'm attacking you, because that's not what it is. Um, so, obviously, you've been challenged. You've had to have been challenged about being a white person in trying to be a part of the hip-hop culture. Yeah. Um. Why, first of all, when I think about asking why rap it's kind of a dumb question because there are people who like playing trumpet they should probably play the trumpet if there are people who like to sing they should probably sing you know what i'm saying and and if the songs that they like to sing are more like fucking more like genuine than uh darius rucker then i see it going one way, not the other. It just makes sense. So I'm not going to ask you why rap, but um, what I guess what inspired you to, like, where did it start? Why did you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My, um, when I was very young, my mom had a very wide influence in music. She loved 80s pop, 90s pop, 80s rap, 90s rap. 
and that brought in my love for sampling, which I do on a lot of my songs. I love flipping old records. For sure. And um, I don't know. I just I've always loved rap, and and the reason I decided to rap was because I loved rap, but also because there were some things about certain artists like. Like, I love Nas, but I don't love everything from Nas. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love Jay-Z, but I don't love everything from Jay-Z. And, mm-hmm. I thought, and I thought, what if I took the best parts of these artists and, and tried to put them together? Okay. And put them into me, you know? And sort of, and that's the one thing I took from Logic, where Logic, I didn't really understand how to rap until I listened to Logic, because, mm. Lo- because Logic took things from other rappers mm-hmm. and then made it into him. You know, and I always thought that you kind of had to emulate one person, but then I heard Logic and it's like, no, you can be a bunch of people. Okay. Okay. That is a very interesting take on it because. Okay. So from what you say, um, your mother listened to a lot of music. A lot of music. So I get you. Um, but you didn't grow up just listening to hip hop. I grew up listening to a bunch of stuff. Everything. So so it wasn't like you were already in this culture of being surrounded by rap and everything you took the initiative to study to study the craft of it and i guess um you know you have your favorites you have your people that you like certain things from and then you started to learn from the i guess the skill that they crafted you 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 learned from that and then you built what is now hero. Mm-hmm. Am I understanding correctly? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So All right. I respect it because like cuz when I when I listen to your um cuz I when when you uh messaged me today, I was like, "All right, I'm not, I'm I'm not going to have someone on and not know anything that they did." So, I listened to all of your music. Mm-hmm. I did like today. All of it, really. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. cool. Um because I didn't want to go in blind, you know what I'm saying? And and just in case you were doing some super problematic shit, I didn't want to be like, yeah, so this is my new friend, Hero. And then, like, they check your music out, and they're like, yo, <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? Whack. Yeah. So, first of all, I don't think um, that you're not talented. So that that's one thing. Um, see, okay, there's two different ways you can approach um, music or any art, really. There is the just like if you think about singing, right? There's the kid that just grew up in a church and they handed him a mic and he just like, ah, that's what he was doing. And then there's the person who had to go to school for it and learn music theory and learn things like that. So they'll both have their strengths and their weaknesses. So for you, I can tell that you studied it. And I don't think that that's bad. Um, I just think that it's you. And I think it puts you in a specific niche. Um, I, there are a lot of, there are white rappers that I like personally. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a fan of MGK. Um, I think I like his personality more than his albums. Um, I just think he has a great personality and it it allows eh, kind of some leeway to it. And I definitely think, I don't know what you think about this, but I definitely think he beat Eminem. I, I think if he, if he actually sat down and took some time mm. to write a decent track, because he got he whipped that rap devil thing together. 
Yeah, but I, it was amazing though. It was it in was, comparison to what. I don't think it was as good as Kill Shot. No way. Really? No way. Rap Devil. On, Rap man. Devil was like, nah, dude, that was shit like, is amazing. No, Rap Devil was like, hey, I'm your biggest fan, but stop being so mean to me, man. Nah. Yeah, that's what nah, it was. I mean, he really, from what I could tell, you know, what I'm saying like he really highlighted the fact that for one, there's no reason this guy should be so affected by him saying anything to him. Period. Because because he's already at the level that he is, Eminem. And then he also kind of touched on something that a lot of people tend to ignore when it comes to Eminem, which is just the fact that he doesn't rap like he's hungry for it anymore, which is fine because he's not. Yeah. Which is fine. But if you're not hungry for it anymore, don't force it. You know what I'm saying? Because like, why? At that point, you can start investing in other people to follow you, to be within your brand, to, you know what I'm saying? You could do that rather than putting out, I don't know, Kamikaze. That was horrible. Yeah. I think it's still better than um, the album before, the Revival. That was um, awful. Revival, Revival. It came out a year before, and it was, it was, it was pretty bad. Oh, the one with, the, with him walking on the... On the um, was that the the album it's cover was him American walking? Flag. Oh, revival! I don't even remember that one. That's how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> I give you that. I know revival was the one that had a uh, black boy, black boy, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's the one that was horrible to me. Um, Kamikaze was better than that. I thought. I mean, that shit was. I, if you very if you rate weird. all the Eminem albums, I mean, I think it's better than Encore and Relapse, but I think it's kind of yeah, okay. I think it's kind of. But I mean, it's here. only better than that because he. He's not. He wasn't young <laughs> He's not anymore. Fucked up anymore. But I think that fucked up Eminem was was the best Eminem, mm. unfortunately. But not because he was fucked up, but because he was unfiltered. He was. He actually wanted to do it, yeah. Rather than wanting to prove to somebody that he wanted to do it, which is kind of different mm-hmm. to me. Anyways, there's a lot of um white rap that I do like. I'm a big fan of Flowbots. No Flowbots? Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. I was gonna like have to end this if you didn't know. No, I'm just kidding. Um Flowbots. Love Twenty One Pilots. Um and I don't think they get a lot of credit when it comes to rap. For some reason, even though they do rap. I know well. I, just, I know they rap, but I've always considered them to be like more like a like a Palmer Square Sort of mm. pop punk mm. rock situation. I, I hear you. That makes more sense. More like rock slash rap, not like Linkin kinda, Park. Yeah, not quite like, Linkin Park, but like emo rap, emo <laughs> yeah. rock rap. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Something in that field. I mean, I my I only say that to say that I I don't hate it, yeah. and I think that there is a place for it. Um, I just think that when I think that hip hop culture or black culture is a little sensitive or guarded when it comes to white people taking part in the culture. Mm-hmm. Really just anybody who's not already in the culture taking part in the culture, mainly because um, we as a culture 
allowed, and I do want to say allowed because I don't think that everyone was so, I don't think it was out of everyone's control, but I think that we allowed so many people to come in and pick what they want and take it and still not give credit to the culture um, that we don't farewell immediately to white rap which is not fair per se um it's like i mean it doesn't it makes what you are trying to do if you come in with a pure heart it makes what you're trying to do harder and that's not fair but at the same time i'm sure that you have a inkling of understanding as to why that is mm. right so um other white rappers that I particularly like, I said MGK. Fuck with MGK. I really do fuck I with like MGK. MGK. I just, like, but when it when it comes to his albums, I really don't like him. Like I, I liked how he performed, and I like some of his singles. I I think it's, like it's kind of the opposite for me, where I don't really? really I don't think I would hang out with MGK as a person, but I like his music a lot. <laughs> he yeah. seems so cool to me. <laughs> just as a guy, he seemed like I watch. I like watching interviews. I like listening to podcasts and stuff because that's what I do. Right? Yeah. So like I I watch interviews and I've seen some of his interviews and just how he is. Just like hey, I don't, I don't mind it. I'm not offended by it. Mm-hmm. He's cool. Whatever you know. But say that to say this. Here you are, but what, what is your goal for being part of the culture of hip hop? I just want to be, in the words of Paul Walker, I just want to be respected. <laughs> now, was that Paul Walker when he was portraying the, the dude in the movie? Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I've never seen. you never seen that movie? I think I've seen parts of Tokyo Drift. The dude Drift. in the movie. <laughs> yeah, like I. I wanted. I wish I would have known his name so I could say his name, but I don't know. I just. But I love hip hop so yeah. much, you know, and I and um, and I've always considered hip hop to be this kind of big community, you know, mm-hmm. black, white, Muslim, Hispanic. I think everybody can find a place in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we're like a giant sport, and as long as you can play, you can participate. Fair. You know, um, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, I, I talked myself. <laughs> I talked myself into a hole. What were you saying though? Um, no. I mean, to an extent, I can agree. Where do I want to um, get? I just think that I just don't feel like all cultures of music are the same. No, definitely not. You know what I'm saying I don't think all cultures in general are that welcoming, and I feel like because hip hop culture or black culture allows is so welcoming or has been so welcoming, and then been still discriminated against, still been shunned, still been cast aside as if it's just something to cherry pick what you like and then keep it moving. Um, that That is what starts the stigma when someone says, boom, white rapper. Because the thing about it is you, it's something you can't necessarily escape because you are a white rapper and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's part of the, it is part of the narrative. It's part of the description. You know what I'm saying? And, um, Clockwork, but um, what's up, man? <laughs> so the thing about that is, it does create the challenge of you having to 
in a way, prove yourself or prove that. Oh, definitely. You're not just trying to catch a bag off of the culture. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's kind of like discerning or helping people determine if it's appreciation or appropriation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, how do you police yourself into making sure that you're on the right side of that? Well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm always paying homage in everything I do. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm flipping samples, I'm spinning records, and I'm doing the same things mm-hmm. the best '90s artists were doing. Right. You know, and I'm, I'm really trying to keep old school hip hop alive, '90s hip hop alive. And I think when people doubt me for being a white rapper, and I get on stage and I kill it, it adds to it even more. Right. You know, it just it makes makes them believe that I'm better than I actually am because I just they doubted me and now I'm exceeding expectations. Okay. You know. Okay. In here? No, no, no. Uh, it was. It's. Uh, they were by the trash in that building, oh. and they ran over here. So. I was, oh. I was making sure oh, so make sure we don't get rabies. <laughs> got you. Got you. Got you. Thank you. Yeah. Are we sponsored by those raccoons? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Show sponsored by those raccoons. Shout out to those raccoons, those yeah, trash yeah, pandas. Yeah. You're just out here trying to, you know what I'm saying, get what you can. You know what's crazy? Every time I'm recording, he just so happens to walk in. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I don't know how that happens, but I'll, I'll be doing this, and then he'll pop up, and it's like, what the fuck? And every time, he'll be like, oh, shit, my bad. It's like, dude, <laughs> like, what the, how do you time it this way? <sighs> fuck that guy. <laughs> All right, so I had other questions. One second. Yeah, go for it. I just want to make sure that I don't leave anything out. <clears throat> this man is crazy. What is he talking about? All right, I have weird friends. So, another question I had um, was about. Okay, so you do the flipping of the samples, which I don't have an issue with. I think it's kind of cool. And I do see how that's part of your preserving the art of, you know, the scratch fucking hip hop. Like, I liked it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, your choices in what you scratch, though. Mm-hmm. Right? So, from what I can tell, and this is, I don't know if it's really a thing or if it's just something that is stigmatized against white rappers um, or white people listening to rap music, right? Because whenever, like, I do karaoke. Like I run karaoke at Hong Kong sometimes. And, like, sometimes you'll get people who are like, hey, I want to do a Biggie song. And it's like, all right, cool. That's fine. Don't say nigga. Just don't do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'll say that, like, in the mic. Like, please don't do this. Because <laughs> I'm going to have to embarrass you. Right? So, there are people who won't do it. And then there are people, like, just you'll, you'll be looking around. And then you'll see that one white person that's just like, you're just like. <laughs> and you just come like, yo, watch it. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't not say something. Um, even though the there's much to be said within our own community to why we still use the word anyway there's still it's not necessarily up to bait up for a debate that white people should be saying that shit right Mm -hmm. it's just been agreed upon so you don't say it from what i've listened to you don't say it which is great i wouldn't expect you to wouldn't make sense 
Like it would it would be forcing it. Like if you did, it would be like that nah, doesn't make sense because you know obviously that's gonna make people <laughs> upset. You know. But then I was listening to one of your songs, and with within one of the scratches that you did, there was the N word. Yeah. And that was interesting to me because I'm like, well, you didn't say it, but that's close, right? Well, kind of. I, mean, I mean, I just considered it this way. I mean, if someone was, if a if a black artist was to feature on my song mm-hmm. and say it in the verse, am I, am I saying it? No. No. Which I, I like that argument. Mm-hmm. I do like that argument because just, that's what I thought about. But I was still going to bring it up anyway, mm-hmm. um, because. Again, it's not you saying it. And it's kind of like when but and it does become a battle of semantics um like when you see on Twitter or something and you see someone uh retweet something with the n-word in it and then you you just kind of like I know you didn't tweet the original treat, tweet but um why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But and that's why it becomes this whole thing to me, but it's just cuz I think I don't think any one should still be saying it or using it yeah. because I don't think the meaning changed. And I talked about that in my episode with um with Candace actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did a I did a show with her. I know. I listened to it, <laughs> and she didn't like. She didn't to me. Didn't do any due diligence as far as interviewing a white rapper. Like as a like, I love Candace. She's super cool to me. She's nuts. But not in a bad way. She's nuts, though. Like, I'm nuts, but yeah. she's nuts. Yeah. So, and I was just like, ah. And then when you hit me up, I was like, nah, you you come on the show, I have to ask you these questions. You know what I'm saying? Because it's important. Like, it's it's cool for us to be welcoming. Because as a culture, we have been. And in no way do I want it to be a us and then you thing. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't like that. Um, but when it's... In the beginning of it, when people are feeling you out, that's what's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been to, I've been to shows with just new artists coming on who like are just performing for the first time, things like that. And it's ah, I feel bad every time. But when a white guy goes up, you're just like, "What you about to do?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've and he's like, that. "Yeah, yeah, I've I'm a rapper." That. And it's like, "Why?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why? And like, I feel bad, but then it's like, "Nah, seriously though, like, what are you what are you about to do?" Because like there's a there's a there's a lot it within the history of it there's been the rap that's about things there's you know there's the NWA rap there's the uh, fucking um uh what, shit why is his name escaping me right now Slick Rick rap where it's just like hat cat fat stack rap which is fine too. But then there's also, you know, like rap about the struggle. You know what I'm saying? It's like so so when you hear someone like Logic, mm-hmm. you're just like, all right. It's not a question of talent or skill. Cause I don't know if I don't know if he if it if it came naturally or if he had to practice it. I don't know. I don't know his story. But I don't think that matters. If you can do it, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you can do it, you should be able to do it. Um, but then it's, it's, what are you bringing to it and what are you trying to get out of it? And that's what makes people skeptical, you know? So, 
But from what I can tell, it doesn't seem like you're just. It doesn't seem like you're malicious in any way or trying to fucking fake the funk or anything. Like, and it's very interesting to me um, that you, from what I can tell, you, not that you don't rap about anything in particular, but for example, your first um, album or project, it was pretty much just you being not boastful, but you getting into your like, yeah, I can do this type shit, I which is cool. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I do wonder what it becomes when you start telling your story, like what that story would be, like yeah. what what you would be trying to um, convey to your audience. Who is your audience? What do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, those are the questions that come in my head. Yeah, my first album, Roxbury, I dropped it when I was 17. And I definitely had a lot to learn, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm 21 now, so I dropped it when I was 17, and I and I and I kind of hid behind the scratch samples. I hid behind the sampling, and I mm-hmm. and, and I tried to do not the least amount of work, but I but I I was doing the best that I could. And the more I found that the the more I did, the worse it sounded. That sound like like too much was worse. Okay, you know. So I kind of let the samples do the work. And then when you get into my second album, Mission Hill, that I dropped. Two months ago, mm-hmm. I, I I think I'm I'm getting to the place where I'm where I'm comfortable on the microphone and I can I can definitely hold my own, you know. And I, I am talking about that more, but I as we move forward, I definitely want, I, I I want I want the samples to be like the backdrop, and I want me to be the, the front the front runner. So you, you know? do all the mixing and sampling yourself? Most of it, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it seemed like it. Yeah, it it, it did seem like you. Took this like I was like, there's no way someone made this for him to rap on. That doesn't make sense. Like he mixed in however you did it yourself, and that's pretty cool. You know, when you make I think it takes dedication to say the least to do that. Yeah. And that was cool. When you make almost two albums completely by yourself, mm-hmm. it can come off as a little bias. You know, like what Russ does. He does all his own stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously everything you create, you're gonna be like, Yeah, this shit's amazing. Yeah, this is great. Because you put your heart into and it, which is everything fine. Russ puts out kinda sounds the same. <laughs> My first two albums Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a I'm not same. a big Russ fan. You know I, I think it's cool what he's doing and obviously he has an audience, but that's not the question for me. It's just like what makes you remarkable. Saying. I I love the music I make because I make yeah. it for me, you know, and right. and the people. And I just thought, like, what if you made, what if I made an album that kind of sounded like it was, was produced by DJ Premier, and that's just like my my thing. That's what I'm trying to do. I hear you. I'm trying to bring Gangstar back, and um, which is a pretty bold claim, but <laughs> nah, hey, it's what it is. You got to make that. I just I'm just trying to pay homage to what they were doing. Okay. And when you make two albums that are kind of mostly the same, mm-hmm. it comes off as a little bias, and it, mm-hmm. it all sounds a little samey. And I think it's good music. You know, but it's for my next project. I'm trying to get into having other people produce, so mm-hmm. we can, so it can give it a different also, vibe. Also, when you when you um do your music, do you in what setting do you see it being played? Um, like where, like where? I mean, definitely not the radio. At least not you know, what? Kiss 108 or uh-huh. anything big like that. I just, I just, it's kind of just like. Kicking in the car, listening to lyrics, yeah. stuff like that, because that's what I do, you know. Yeah, I see. I just, yeah. I just, I just, like I said, I just kind of made music for me, you know, and mm-hmm. and anybody else who likes that kind of music is gonna like it too. No, no, I mean that's the best way to do it as long as you do really 
take pride in what you're doing. And um, I think, yeah, I think everybody should have a team, but that's just to make sure that what you're saying you're trying to put out is what you're putting out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to make sure that, you know, when someone else listens to it, he's like, right, you, and, and what was your goal? All right. So here's what you need to do to make that goal. Cause here's what, here's what it sounds like. And here's what you want it to sound like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but so far, I mean, like, I think, I think it's good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to play one of your songs. Cool. And last time I fucked this up because somehow I think I just had it on mute or something. And then like I played a whole song, but what really happened, it was just three minutes of silence on the show. <laughs> like, and, then and you didn't edit that out? I, until I heard it. Like I, I oh, yeah. posted it and then listened to it and I was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and it was just silence. And I was like, God damn it. So then I fucking recorded over it, but. So yeah, we're gonna play this song. So um, first you go ahead and intro the song. Yeah. And tell us about the song. Yeah. What inspired it? Things like that. So like I said, I mean I'm a big fan of Gangstar, mm-hmm. Guru and Premier. They yeah. just dropped their first song in 13 years, even yeah. though Guru 16 years, even though Guru's dead. Right. But uh, may he rest in peace. But I wanted a song that kind of I wanted I wanted just Guru on the hook, and I scratched it in, you know, and I wanted to give it that Gangstar vibe. You know, because like I said, I am, he's my favorite rapper. He's my favorite producer. And I just, I wanted to see if I can put them both together. Okay, cool. Sounds good. And what's this song called? It's called No Shorts. No Shorts by Hero. You can find them wherever you listen to your music, right? Right. It's on all the platforms. It is. Good man. As it comes up, the one thing I do delete is these silences. Is what I'm gonna start doing because I I don't want it to be just pockets of that. This is no shorts by Hero. To a brother who knows the fuck I'm in. This is some shit that I thought of in my sleep. I've been plotting it for weeks while I'm jotting on my sheet. This the Odyssey of Pete. If you taking up a read, better wake up from your dream. If you hover in my seat, Ca- caught it and receive. I'm a product of the bean. Only dabble up in twos like I did in Siamese. Who spit it so sporadic? Thought he'd be supplying heat when I jump up in the track. Better be applying freeze. 110 degrees. Gonna, I'm gonna freeze. Run, running from the abundance of people that had to please. Fucking just let me breathe. Tell me how to see I'm a B who I be That's majoring of a key oh. Saying if you play make-believe Then just sit back in your baby seat Maybelline in the cover To cover up what you hate to see Basically just be grateful I'm only accepting vacancy Latency will be taking a latency From you here to see Nine times out of ten I win I get mine I can't take no shorts Criminal fella Dropping gems on your melon Brothers know I get the code up the streets Nine times out of ten I win I get mine I can't take no shorts Criminal fella Dropping gems on your melon Brothers know I get the code off the streets This some shit that I wrote when I woke up Inhale lyrics, I'm a real rhyme poker See this right here is a poem that I wrote ya With quotes so engulfed in the notes Here's a close up Sing like a beam of my receiver in the holster The sling grown free of the Katrina by the coaster City of the New Orleans, C3 or Rover The East Coast of Nostra that go on your poster And if you don't know, keep a 
one of the best yet. Only loaded with the full clip, call me the most deaf. Only notice if you bullshit, marching with Moses. The red X is so disgusted with how you run shit. Show you dumb kids how much I pump this. Load the musket with flows of justice. Blow the substance to souls of justice. This some shit that I wrote when I woke up. Woke up, woke up, my real rhyme toker. See this right here? The poem that I wrote you with quotes so engulfed in the notes. Here's a close up. there you go that was what was it called again? No shorts. No shorts. No shorts. Hello. Oh. <laughs> gonna start, the gonna next start singing the next one. <laughs> Hello. Uh, uh, what were you just telling me? Um. Oh yeah, I have. A, speaking of six nine, I have a lot of six nine. This is not a lot. I have one. <laughs> one that's out right now, and it's um, it's two bars. You hired a sloppy dentist to lie about prior skills. It's why you hide in the hills with fruity pebbles for grills. Why a get six nine? I don't know. I just kind of think because he's not about what he's not. He's not real. You know, he's just kind of right. He's faking it. So but that does bring up an interesting question yeah. to me, because for me, when I think about um the whole. It, it, it could come off that you're using that name to get a look. You didn't say his name. So it wasn't like my mic on. Uh, you hear me? Oh, here I am. We gotta do that again. I don't think so, because it seems to have picked up. Okay, that's gonna be really annoying if. Hmm. Let me try something. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. We're good. We're good. Cool, cool. I just had to make sure. But yes. So my the only thing about that is that it could come off as you trying to um get big off of someone else's name but you didn't say his name so that's not really yeah that's not really a risk it's you know what i'm saying if you were like yeah and fuck six nine because then you'd be like all right dude relax <laughs> like why but no i get it i mean his that's what he did hip-hop's always been about saying what you want to say without actually saying it yeah, you true. know, and, and it's better when you do it that it's way. It's better when you do it that way. I'm trying to, I'm trying to knock the dust off your rewind button. I want you to play the song back and listen to the shit again <laughs> and be like, "What did he say?" Okay, you know, which I did do that with. Um, actually, it's crazy that that's the song that you chose because when you, <laughs> as a black person, when when you said uh, "listen to a brother who knows," and I was like, "Just call yourself brother," like, but then again, because it's just so ingrained. You know, it's a thing. And then when, 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 like, I always laugh when white people call me brother. It's so weird to me. It's just like, yo, what's up, brother? And it's like, don't, nah. don't call me that. No, I, I said that. <laughs> I said that because, um, because Guru said that in one of his songs. Yeah, so no. I just, I said that, bro. <laughs> again, thank you again, for accepting I don't, me. Again, I don't want you to think it's me, like, attacking you. I'm just, 
these are just questions that come in my head and I gotta ask them because if mm-hmm. I don't, then I'm just gonna be disappointed in myself. Yeah, definitely. So, what we're gonna do next is call my boy Alan. Cool. He's the next person on my contact list. And this is, you know, calling the contacts. So, that's what we're gonna do right quick. It's gonna be quick. Don't worry. Let me get you out of here in a timely manner. Sort of. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Talk real quick. Yeah, Alan, can you hear me? Yeah, man, I can hear you. All right, cool. Just wanted to make sure you could hear us both. So, um, first of all, welcome to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm so honored. Yeah, it's good to hear your voice, man. Yeah, thank you. I haven't talked to you in person forever. Man. I know. How you been? You good? I've been really good. I'm uh, getting married. So, uh, yeah. This is the second time, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just making sure because I was, I was, I remember when you, um, when you, uh, yeah, in training. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, that was that was, that was such a bad that was, idea. That was such, that was a, such fucking, a bad idea. Yeah. So, but yeah. this this isn't actually about his marriage. Just the fact that he decided to <laughs> he, he decided to like disappear. Like everyone's at oh formations, we're we're all waiting oh. on him in formation in trouble. Like all the sergeants are yelling at everybody. Where the fuck is Alan? Where the fuck is Alan? And we're just like, I mean, he he out there getting married. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like, dude, I, was getting, I, was, I was I was actually getting laid at that point. Oh, <laughs> to be to be real with you guys, you know, that was, that was you, like five years ago. Was you, plus five years ago. Was, hey man, yeah. at least you got the cheeks. Anyway, so first of all, right. congrats. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're hey. happy. I'm. Assuming you're happy. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah, that's good, man. That's what's yeah, up. no, so um, much happier. You do photography. You do photography yeah. very well, actually. Just so coming from man. from a fellow photographer, you do very good shit, man. And you oh, work you for do a good company. shit. I look at your shit all the time, dude. Thanks, man. That makes me happy. Yeah. Um. So, tell us a little bit about your photography business, the business that you're in, just so we can get a little. So the business, thing, the business that I'm in versus like my photography is um, two kind of different things. Uh, I do a lot of random stuff, mm-hmm. but the business that I work with, I guess the photographer is Elope Asheville. Okay. And Elope USA as a, as a whole company. Um, and what we do is we take weddings and we make them hella cheap. Oh. So instead of having to pay like twenty three thousand dollars for a wedding, mm-hmm. uh, we bring that total, including like wedding photos, the officiant, and the, the venue, and all that stuff, all that down to about two grand. That's what's up. And, and then, um, where can where can people right, find right. your sure. services? You can look. I mean, if you look up a low Asheville on Google, we're, we're you disappeared from me. We're, what, we're pretty high. Yeah, uh, we're we're. So if you look up at Lope Asheville, yeah, we show up pretty pretty quickly. Okay, like Lope that's, Asheville. That's okay, yeah, Lope. Or if you want to go to our website, get to Lope Asheville dot com. Okay, and you can get Lope Asheville without the dash. Uh, yes, you can get a Lope Asheville without the dash. Okay, cool. Um, also, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> there's three things I need from you. One. I need some okay. random. I need a random piece of advice from you, just in general about anything. When I said that 
what popped into your head, random advice, what you got? Uh, fuck. If you leave a field alone for more than three days and it's dry as fuck, don't go back out there. There will be bees. That's, wait, 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 wait. If you leave what? <laughs> if, you, if, you mow, if you mow a field uh-huh. uh, and you leave it alone for three days and it's part of dry season and it hasn't rained, I 100% promise you bees will be in that field and you will get fucked up. Huh. Good to know. Like that, that will absolutely happen. That's, yeah. got, that happened to me recently. I got so. stung by 12 bees at one time. When I was a kid, not not a good day. I wasn't allergic, but yeah. it still hurt. But it's still not fun. Yeah, yeah. I still, still hate bees. Time. Fuck bees. I kill all bees. Oh, I'm, I see. Um, I'm right there. I'm like a little schoolgirl when it comes to bees, dude. You, you'll hear me stretch for like a mile and a half away. Jesus, no, dude, that's uh-huh. hilarious. All right, second that thing is. I need from you, okay? Yeah. Is um, it's abruptly honest and incredibly cruel. It's okay. Just critique me. Just just say something. If you if you just think of one thing, you're just like, nah, I just really want to say this to you. Say it right now. I can't think of anything that I actually want to say to you, bro. Damn. Like, honestly, no, no. There's nothing cruel or, or, or anything towards you because all I got is love for you, man. What a great guy. That's Go like, ahead, like really. <laughs> Fucking no. hell. guy. Dude, Lovely. As much as you said you. Yeah. Yeah. What? Fucking Mark, is he there? Is he there in the studio with you? Who? Or whatever studio? Marquise. Marquise. Yeah. The other Marquise? I call him Marquise. Marcus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brown. No, I don't even know who who no? who you're talking about right now. Dude, dude. Oh my god, he he hung out with us all the fucking time. Oh, oh no. I have no idea where he is. I haven't talked you to him. You have no idea where he is? Mm-mm. No idea. <laughs> I feel bad, but I, I don't. Now I, feel, now I feel sad. Yeah, me too. I lost track. Yeah. Oh, well. It is what it is. Wasn't meant to be. No, I'm just <laughs> All right. And, um, <laughs> and you already, you know, rolled out the red carpet for yourself, but just one more time, tell everybody where to find you and, you know, yeah. just so we can make sure oh, we... Yeah. You know, advertise for you a so, little bit. Man, super easy. Just press that little internet key that's on your phone or on the computer. Type in elope dash Asheville. That's E L O P E Asheville at dot com. And then you're good. Boom. There we go. All right, man. Damn I'm going to let you get back to. I don't know what you're doing. Dinner, but. Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm eating pizza. I'm about to be a fat kid. Oh, dude. Real life. Go be fat, man. I will. All right, I will. Man. I'll do it for you. Oh, thanks, bro. Eat a slice for me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. no, I'm gonna I'm gonna shove it in my face and send you a picture. It's gonna oh, be hot. That, that's so cute. I need that. Thanks, man. Send the oh. picture. Don't be a dick. I will. All right. Cool. I won't be. All right. All right. <laughs> Good talking to you. <laughs> Talk to you later, man. All right. Bye. Yeah. So that. Cool. This is the second time I've done this, and that was not bad. Yeah. yeah. You just okay. Hear anything he was saying. Yeah, like so it was a little choppy, you know, but it'll do. <laughs> All right, so here we are. Yeah. At the at near the end of the show, um, what I'm gonna allow you to do is tell us what you got coming up, what people should be looking forward to, mm-hmm. and also if you want to give shout outs to anybody, you can do that as well. Yeah. So um, I got a couple shows coming up. 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be pretty cool. You know, I'm at um, Middle East downstairs tomorrow. Um, I'm at the Shashkeen Sunday. I'm at the Middle East upstairs on Tuesday and then Cloud9 in Hampton with terminology on Friday. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, for projects coming up, um, I don't want to get into too many details because I don't really know all the details, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm planning to have my third album out April 19th, which is going to be the 10th anniversary of Guru's death. Mm-hmm. And then me and a producer known as 16-Bit Spit. He's a local guy. He's dope, dope guy. And um, we are planning an EP that should be out sometime November, December. But, cool. But that's what I'm working on now. I found that, you know, in this industry where anybody can drop music anytime, even mm-hmm. if you're not famous, anybody with a computer and microphone mm-hmm. to do it, you really have to be, you can't be stagnant. You got to constantly drop stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's actually part of how, like, people like the Meagles got so, they they never, you were never able to forget about them. They were just always dropping something. You know what I'm saying? And it was, I don't necessarily like all their music, but that's not the point. They were out in everyone's faces, and then eventually, you know, you'll get that handsome and wealthy. You'll get that fucking, you know, that track that everybody's like, who did that? Oh, y'all been putting out music for a while. And they can go back in the catalog, listen to all your other shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, that's what's up. Yeah. And um, where can they find your music? And what was the last album that you released my, two months ago? My second album that I released is called Mission Hell. I'm super proud of it. It's mostly my own production. And I mean, it's Boston hip hop. Don't count us out. Yeah. And yeah. you can find it wherever you listen to music. Spotify, Apple, Google Play, probably. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And uh, anybody want to shout out anything like that? Uh, shout shout out to, to It's the Greyhound. Um, he's a rapper, local guy. And mm-hmm. um, I'm performing with him tonight. And then he's I'm jumping on his Oh, where are you performing which, tonight? Uh, it's Sammy's Patio in Revere. Okay. I don't know where that is. But, I, you know. It's like cool. a mile from here. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you want to come out. I <laughs> am probably going to get drunk and go to sleep. Yeah, fair enough. But. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as for me, um, shows we got coming up, we have. My cousin is going to be up here, and we're going to talk about Jay-Z. We're going to do that Jay-Z episode. He's a big Jay-Z fan, and I'm pretty indifferent about him. So we're going to do this you know, type of convince me about Jay-Z episode. And uh, so we're going to do that. That's coming up. We're going to have Bernadine Truth on the show coming up soon, whenever she gets back to me. Um, and now we met, though, so it's not like me just being a fan and just be like, talk to me. And then she has no idea I exist. Anyways, so also we're gonna have um Miss Mofila. She's gonna be on. Um and then we have blah, 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 who else we got? We got some we got some good shows coming up. Um actually we have Celeste Therapist who's gonna be on the show um the first week in October, maybe second week in October. Yeah. It's gonna be lit. She's a therapist, she has a podcast, and she's super dope. And um yeah. Also, a uh, big shout out to Swami the Bohemian, who you'll hear in a second because he he does the outro. It's my little brother. He does music. Um, he actually kind of he kind of does the more boom bap type stuff as well. Um, not as much mixing, but yeah, yeah. yeah. You should like me up with him. I will. He doesn't live here though because oh. I'm from North Carolina. He lives in North Carolina. Oh, okay. But you could probably still make something happen. So, um, shout out to Swami the Bohemian. Um, and his album '96 that just dropped. Uh, his first album actually, so he's he's excited. I'm excited for him. Things like that. Um, shout out to Thirty again for the intro. Just 
he's been out here doing performances and shit. Cool guy. Check his shit out. Shouts out to Bad People. Shout out to Reliably Bad. Shouts out to Kevo, Maddie Butts. Shout out to Shout out to Maddie Butts. Maddie Butts for <laughs> sure. Yeah, like, you gotta check out Maddie Butts. He that boy is wow. That's that's a cool guy. Uh shouts out to um Trinsetta, Kinsetta, Summit. Shouts out to Kinsetta. Shouts out to my mom. Uh, just because I know she's listening. Shouts out to Jose because he's listening. Shouts out to Eric, the manager of Bad People. Yeah. Shouts out to all y'all. Also, um, you know, fucking, I'm pretty sure that's all I got for today in only an hour. God damn it. Well, you want to go longer? No, it's not that. It's just I've been doing... Uh, before I came up with a format, mm-hmm. my show was like two hours long. Yeah. Like, it, but it would be a lot of rambling and it would be a lot of like trying to figure out where we're going to go from here and things like that. But now it's it's like this is the second time I've done the format and it's just like, shit, this is, we talked about a lot of shit and it's still only an hour. It's fucking insane. Anyways, so, and because of that, shout out to all the people that told me I needed to get a structure but also fuck you because don't tell me what to do and um you know again shout out to swami the bohemian who does the outro that you're about to hear in a second shouts out to abortions get your abortions get them babies out of there you don't have to have them if you don't want them shouts out to checking your own privilege because everybody has a level of privilege you should just be thinking about how your situation is naturally better than everyone else's or the person under you I'm saying, think about that. Don't be a dick if you can help it. Also, shouts out to working on being more open-minded. That's what we're all trying to do. That's what we should be trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Unclutter our cluttered minds. And here is the outro. Have a good night. Program to bring you a special report. If you're knocking, then we gon' buck. I swear it's a lot of us. Bull City, y'all throw it up. Yeah, I know I'm dumb as fuck. You dumb as fuck. I'm dumb as fuck. She dumb as fuck. She dumb as fuck. Yes, sir, we dumb as fuck. Everybody around me dumb as fuck. If you're knocking, then we gon' buck. I swear it's a lot of us. Bull City, y'all throw it up. Yeah, I know I'm dumb as fuck. You dumb as fuck. I'm dumb as fuck. She dumb as fuck. Yes, sir, we dumb as fuck. Everybody around me dumb as fuck. Uh oh, Swami back. It's another Swami. Swami the nigga, how you figure? Pull a lyrical trigger, kill a nigga, then call me back. Take a look at the city that made me. Then we bullshit the niggas, we crazy. Mainly when we be snapping on beats. Light a match and leave a studio blazing in heat. You craving the seat, you can't ever beat. And niggas I'm fucking with, stay undefeated. Your brain is depleted. You lucky if I leave you breathing on me, you better not be sleeping. Bull city kings, and we coming for the rings. Please don't press your luck if you knock it, we bucket. Cause me and my niggas be dumb as fuck.